Welcome to the Hey Jimmy podcast. For years, these five fools have spent way too much time together debating the most idiotic notions. Now they are recording for your pleasure. Put on your thinking caps and strap in for some weird and wild talking points. Hey Jimmy! Hey Jimmy! How's it going, everybody? Doing good. Pretty Freaking not too fantastic. bad. I'm Nick. I'm Steve. I'm I'm Carrie. And I'm Joe. Joker from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to the first episode. Call back to the first episode. Um, how's everybody doing today? Well, we're not really from here. Uh, I think people all know that, you know. We're not from here. We live here. Yeah. But. We're all Long Island trash. Except for Joe. Except, except for, for me. Joe's still <laughs> yeah. a damn Yankee. He's from. I'm in. I'm an Indiana hillbilly that moved to South Carolina. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, except the state is garbage. <laughs> Just as damned as the rest of us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Although we had a, that good, a good trip in Indiana. Yeah. I mean, te- technically we were visiting Louisville, but our stay in Indiana was good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Ten out of ten. Would recommend. Um, I have a dumpster fire moment today. Ooh, ooh. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. I. Uh, so I did the market. I you know started the woodworking stuff, and I've never really been uh, like a salesperson per se. Like you have to sell yourself when you're like interviewing for jobs and whatnot. But like I've never had to sell an object, and now I had like two hundred objects to sell. Well, people don't tell you how hard it is to like deal with fucking looky loos. Like the amount of people that. That will walk in and like touch all of your products and then go, it's gorgeous. And then walk away. It's like the most like back. I feel like it's the most backhanded like compliment is like to walk in and be like, hmm, it's gorgeous. And like walk out. Well, on the last day. I'm sorry. That's me. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I just like like it's like one of those things where. Like this specific dumpster fire moment was on the last day of the market, this guy walked in and like he wanted to know about the business. He started asking questions. And um, at a certain point, I realized I was like, this is a very long conversation. Maybe it's a good chance this guy's going to buy like a one or multiple pieces. So we keep talking. We keep talking. A lot of other customers come in and out and like. I'm not really giving them attention because I'm talking to this guy. He talks my fucking <laughs> ear off for 45 minutes. This is why you need a sales job, Nick. And then he looks at my stuff. He looks at my stuff and he goes, well, it's all really gorgeous. Thanks for the combo and walks the fuck out. And I was so like the vendor next to me was like, I was going to come over and save you, but I thought he was going to like spend a good deal of money. Yeah. 
that was the biggest dumpster fire moment I could think of. But like it sat on my heart. I feel like if it sits like and pisses you off enough, yes. it's a good dumpster fire moment. Yeah, I would so, have threw like a baseball at the back of that guy's head. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever wasted that much much of somebody's time. It's more like I don't need stuff at this point in my life, but I want to let somebody know that like, hey, I think I still think your craft is awesome, even though I, I really don't have the capacity to buy anything right now. And those compliments are not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Just because they don't need it and where they, you know, maybe can't afford it does not necessarily mean that it is not good quality stuff. So, you know, it's it's definitely nice to hear that people are at least enjoying the quality of 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 what you've presented. Uh, obviously, it does, you know, not, it, you know, like those. Yeah, right, but don't. Yeah, but don't part, take up an hour of my time, a little bit, you know, crazier. But at the same time, I think this is where your lack of sales experience might come into play, because like. That might be one of those things where you just needed to kind of go, uh, oh, excuse me for a second. Let me just help this person uh, super quick and, you know, come back or whatever. And then not come back, <laughs> you know, like because that person will probably disappear. That person was just looking for somebody to talk to. And while you have a whole bunch of people there, that's not really going to that's not really going to work. That guy was clearly taking up your time, you know, just to have a conversation. But if you got people around, that's where you kind of go. You needed Steve as your back. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta look at this real quick. Well, I didn't have any, I didn't have any backup. Like, uh, Kenny, my, the, you know, kind of like my partner in the woodworking stuff, he wasn't there because we were doing a build for a commercial. So he was in the shop. So I was just there, like, yeah. fielding by myself. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's my dumpster fire nice. moment for oh, the week. fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I hate people that, uh, go and past also, the uh, time next- boundaries. Nick's work is awesome. Yes. 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 He makes Check very good quality stuff. He's got an Etsy store, too. And I'm not sucking up because he's already my best friend. Yeah. Well, thanks. We don't need to, we don't need to sponsor hey, me. It's hey, people should know. <laughs> I mean, speaks for itself. I do, I do woodworking. I make cutting boards. I make oh, he really knows how to work that <laughs> coasters. And I make bottle openers, and I'm planning multiple other things. I'm going to be beta testing them all in the next couple of months. Apparently, all of these markets, like, I mean, I didn't realize it was such a big thing, but, like, the markets in Chicago heavily center on vintage sellers okay. or resellers. And, like, it's a crazy booming business in mm. the Midwest. I didn't realize it was that big of a That's thing. That's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah, and I just applied for a couple of different oh. markets. Nice. But we'll, we'll see what well. happens. So, I'm not yes, going to quit, quit my day job really yet. taking you very far. You know, it's a, you you don't want to you don't want to drop it. <laughs> Listen, I've made one I've made ones of dollars. <laughs> Talking with y'all is my commodity and I love it. I can eat that for days. Podcast master, uh what is uh, the topic for today? Our topic for today is if you had force powers, how long would it take you to force chokehold the bitch? <laughs> However long that guy talked to me. <laughs> him him deciding this. to leave immediately <laughs> after. <laughs> nah. Like, okay, so my, my immediate question is, is this like a stranger or is this right. like a family member? I'm going to preface this. I'm going to preface this with force choking is not necessarily like a normal skill like, like yeah you kind of think of the force but like it's not like something that everybody can learn 
So it's uh so it's not common that multiple people have the exact same like force power. That said, I'm assuming that this question assumes that we all have the ability to have this. So I mean, yeah, I think I think it says I mean, yeah, we'd have to assume that everybody has is has the force power so, of force. So now choke. so now it's so basically how long would or it force take grab. Uh, you know, like for you to start? I'm gonna go on a limb and say if nobody knows I have the power, probably like two days. <laughs> Forty eight hours with Steve. Yeah. I mean, but that's my <laughs> qu- <laughs> but that's my question. Like my question is is like is it are we talking about family members or are we talking about strangers? Because strangers I have a very I would have a lot lower tolerance than I have for my family. Yes. That that I would have that same thing. And then chances are I would probably the first person I'd do it to is probably a random stranger. Yeah. Okay. Would it be a sexual thing for you or a non sexual thing? <laughs> So it's funny that you bring up the sexual thing because I, I don't think I would, as Carrie looks at me, I don't think I would force choke another person generally. Just yourself? Well, <laughs> it would bring a whole new like variable into the stranger masturbation technique. You know, where you sit on your hand and make it go to sleep. True. You know, True. you wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, if we were to just, if we were just, if we were to just talk about like, if everybody had this power, it would be used for evil. Oh yeah, absolutely. Almost immediately. No one would use, no one would like, like use a force power. I I think in this world that we currently live in, no one would use the force power to like stop a moving car from hitting a baby you know what I mean? Like no one would like help someone if they're about to fall. We would we would we would basically use our force powers to like punch people in the face and I'd like to say more optimistically about it. I mean, not I don't go around just choking people now, so just because I have powers, why would I go around? Yeah, but the the advantage I don't think I don't think people in this day and age would use powers responsibly. Uh, unless I lost control of myself, I don't you know, like I said, I don't go and try to choke people every day. So the advantage, though, to having forced choke powers, except for your husband, the, adva- the advantage of having forced choke <laughs> powers is that uh, you can effectively off- like kind of obfuscate yourself and like kind of just, you know, do it without anybody noticing. So like you could be across the hallway and then just be like forced choke woman, bitch. And come on. They always do the, the hand motion. <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be pretty fucking obvious when you're trying to choke somebody. Yes, but, you know, they're doing the hand motion because they see the other person. If it's if they're not seeing the other person, they kind of just, you know, they can keep the hand kind of close. For example, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, when he's, you know, telling the stormtroopers, these are not the droids you're looking for. Right. He's only doing a small hand wave motion. You can try to make as few hand movements as possible. That said, people will see it. You know, or could see it. But if you like had a jacket over your hand, nobody's gonna see that you're actually like using the choke motion through your hand. No, no one can see you're using force choke on yourself if you have a jacket over the top of you. <laughs> so first thing we need to do is get a cape. That way you can put your cape over your hand. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes, clearly. That's 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 the solution here. Because that's all normal looking. <laughs> yeah, I would use the shit out of some force persuasion for sure, but force choke not so. But is it like one of those things where if everybody had it, no one would use it because everybody has the ability yeah, to like because, force choke? Well, a that's bitch. why not everybody has and it. like. Well, that's why not everybody has it, but also stuff like uh, the f- force choke, force uh, lightning, all that stuff. That's all like dark side of the force. So like the Jedi never use that stuff. That's all. That's all like uh, the dark side of the force. Well, no, I, I, I mean, if we're going based on the lore of the force, like. The force is good, evil, and everything. It is like the yin and yang. Yes, but your personality also must, uh, you know, like the emotion tied to those things is also relevant. If you're not angry enough, you can't do force lightning. Gotcha. Like if you if you don't have that, if you don't like you can, you have to tap into a darker side of your soul, and if you don't do that on a natural basis, it becomes a lot harder to even attempt that. And that's why I'm saying that that the the population nowadays would only ever use it for nefarious or evil. Like, and the people that that were nefarious and evil would use it even more so than somebody who was good. So I'm gonna. So I, I think I wouldn't really do a chokehold, but if I had the capability, the area where I would probably use this most would be in my road rage. And if somebody cut me off or something, I would probably run their car off the road. That. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you do that now. So that's called force grip. Th- that, I'll show you yeah. force grip. That is that is that is an ability. It's called force grip. Thank you. You have an ability, <laughs> Steve. Yeah, but so so like I guess my my next question would be is like if like if we all had these powers, would it would it after after spending the first amount of time, whatever that is, month, year, we all have these newfound abilities and they become like integral to how we live our lives. At what point does it change like the commodity of like how we live our lives? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does it change? Is money even does money even matter anymore? Because you can just fucking force grab food like you could just you could just walk into the grocery store and like force grab a sandwich and walk out. Does it change you know what I mean? It it makes farming easier because you could like force you could fucking force. I don't know. I'm just going to use force. It choke. won't. I know it's you're good. You're saying like force lightning and force grip and force this. And I'm just like, I'm using this power <laughs> now and I don't have to do like I don't have to do something physically demanding. I'm going to tell you I can just do the thing. I'm going to tell you that uh, yeah. the force, the strength of the force between the average person in Star Wars is not as much as you think it is. People are force sensitive. Uh, you know, there are, there tend to be a bunch of those, but like there are. Why are you Why are you being analytical about this? I don't I don't get you. Like, because I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to say that if everybody has it, there's only going to be a few people who have strong force powers to even do something like that so like you're talking about like farming okay well then we need to define the average farmer is only going to be able to pull one at a time and and like be stressed out after like three i understand what you're saying but what i'm saying is is we need to clarify is this something that everybody has or that that we're are we dealing with this as if it were jedis like or that or you know what i mean like there are only a certain amount of people i'm thinking of it as one day the entire world wakes up and everybody can force choke a bitch. Like that's in my scenario. That is like, all right, if we're going with that specific scenario, 
uh, the world goes into chaos. Can almost guarantee that nukes are going to get launched and stuff like that. So like, exactly. That's what I. Then that's why I was saying like, it's what Nick has been saying. Hope you've been investing in gold and silver. Again, uh, that 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 stretches the question further. You're right. You know, because again, not everybody gets these powers. Sometimes people get other things. But in the but in the same re- yeah, but in the same respect, like if I mean I'm I know who I am. I'm not that lucky. I know if this is posed to me, I'm not going to magically wake up with force powers because that's just my mm-hmm. luck. Oh, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean, like totally. That's that's totally me, too. I, like I, I will be the like um, if you think of to use to use because I mentally force choke bitches all the time. Like like so it would be immediate. It would be immediate if I didn't know I had the power. If I just woke up one day, I'd be like fuck that bitch <laughs> like i wake up and get in, get in the car and drive to work and i am immediately angry just because people don't know how to drive period nowadays i i feel yeah and like this one person cut me off yesterday and i was like fuck you you dumb bitch like in in the car <laughs> and like if i just had that power i would have killed her in that moment yep. like i would have no restraint especially if you're saying it's something that you would have to like learn like actual force you know what I mean? Like, if I had to learn to use it like the Force at, at, in the movies, yeah, I'd have no control, and I'd always go to rage. Like, rage would be the way that I carry out my Force well, abilities. And then you, like... I know I would be a Sith. Well, you think, uh, like, as many, like, in the news, there's so many, like, road rage shootings nowadays. Like, that, <laughs> that would basically be the same thing, except way more widespread, you know? Yeah. So absolutely, because I mean, yeah, the gun is really just you know a tool where you can affect something from afar. Same thing as force yeah. choking a bitch. <laughs> but like, okay, so now thinking about this, I I I want a deleted scene from any of these Star Wars movies where there's like a traffic, a traffic stop. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's an SNL skit. Like there, there's an SNL skit where it's like. Like a, the Jedi is like on his way to work and he gets road rage and accidentally like choke force chokes a bitch out and like causes a five car pile up on the Astro way. You know what would be better than SNL is a uh, robot chicken skit <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like something they would do. The, the, the Jedi having a having a dilemma about whether or not he's really good or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am. Um, Robot Chicken was like the first thing I downloaded onto my when the when the new iPod when the new iPods when the newer iPods with video came out. Yeah. I still have mine somewhere in this house, um, and it still works. But I I downloaded all of the Star Wars Robot Chickens because they were so good. <laughs> nice, yeah. My favorite is like when uh, they did like a Luke and Leia one, and they're escaping for the first time, mm-hmm. and Stormtrooper. <laughs> The storm stormtrooper's like, set your gun for stun, and then he shoots the stormtrooper, and the stormtrooper gathers the other stormtrooper. And is like, he said he said it to stun. <laughs> it's like like all this like emotional back. It's like that was uh, that was one of my favorite uh parts in the first season of the Mandalorian, where Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith are the stormtroopers with uh Grogu, and uh, that yeah, whole yeah, like yeah. interaction was just like a big robot chicken. Like a couple of minutes. Yeah. I mean, there are so many, I, you know, in the, they just can't shoot the can, that one where they can't shoot the can. No, one where he like 
fists Grogu in the face because he fights him. You know, they play uh, the yeah. the uh, scout yeah. troopers on the on the land speeders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was like that. I mean, they had a lot more fun in episode seven, eight, nine with like guest stars and whatnot. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, what's his name that played James Bond? Daniel Craig. Yeah. He he plays one of the first stormtroopers that <laughs> Um, I didn't know that. Gets, episode, gets episode the four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It was episode, episode seven. seven. Like when, um, when, when they're trying to torture um, Ray, mm-hmm. he's the first one where she's like, "You will unlock me, unlock the door." Like that. That's his little bit. Yeah. And then um, Simon Pegg is the boss in episode yeah. seven. Yes, I remember. That's that. giving the portions out. Oh, cool. Like they just, they had a lot more fun on the, on those episodes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I think uh, the Daniel Craig thing was because he was already recording in the, uh, in the facility. Like, so like, you know, they're like, Oh, you want to just be a stormtrooper for a moment? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you like, let me real. think it's fun. Um, to- <laughs> yeah sure i'll be a brain i'll be brainwashed uh, uh stormtrooper sure yeah. it just s- sucks that they fucked up that storyline by changing directors yeah. but yeah that sucked but i still like yeah. i still like them but yeah this definitely seemed like disjointed but yeah especially that last one where they just tried to put three movies in one Chaos. i mean the best i mean the best thing that i think that came off of that was like a lot of the spin, like the spinoffs or one-offs that have come off of the Star Wars, um, like even the animated series that have come from that have like Bad Batch, phenomenal series. Yeah. Um, which is the, I haven't watched any of the animated. Bad Batch is so good. And they just, I think they just released season two. Yeah. But it's about, it's a, you know, it's about clone, like, uh, it's like after the Clone War, no sorry not after the clone war it's after the fall of the jedis and it's just like these this group of clones and like yeah, that would be after the clone wars but i don't but i feel like the clone wars stretch a little like i feel like it's still within the clone wars like saga if you will cuz there's still yeah it's like direct directly after order 66 but yeah there's still some yes, clone yeah, wars yeah, yeah, to yeah. go yeah, yeah. It's towards the end, so, but right, because it, it doesn't just stop immediately after all the Jedi yeah. are basically extinguished. Like they, they still have more to do. So like there's They're things that happen. I haven't, I haven't finished. I have one episode left of Andor to watch. I haven't oh. watched the finale yet. It was good, but like that's again Andy Circus. Yeah. In in that was like a great addition. Like they made a lot of good choices mm-hmm. to like really, I think beef up. But Andy Serkis, like Andy Serkis did one Marvel movie and now he's in everything and he's directing everything and yeah, <laughs> for fucking Disney. It's just, you know, that that story can only go so far because we already know how it ends. <laughs> I know, but that's why it's so good. That's why like they they put the time and attention. It was just like Rogue One was so good. Like not just that, like the fact that it was like. Right. But that's it. Right. It, it had a, it had a it had a finale, but then you're now making a prequel to that so like yeah you know okay but you can't do this every time like that's not how this works it wouldn't be the first time that a uh you know cemented storyline got put off the rails what happened in inglorious bastards what happened with inglorious bastards oh my gosh (laughs) they blew up hitler (laughs) in the theater (laughs) 
Yes, but I, I thought you were trying to say like you know this. Not just that, like he, like they made him, they waffle stomped his face. Oh yeah, well I, but yeah, yeah. people do. I mean, they did that with. Uh, I don't know. They do that all the time with storylines that are already there. And yeah, I mean, like Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That I mean, none of that actually happened. Like Napoleon didn't, you know, travel through time and space. I don't think. I mean, I used a historic instance, but yeah, but that's different. That's not that. That's not what I'm talking. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking. I know. About, I'm just. We're just being I assholes. Know, I know. I'm talking. <laughs> Storylines are messed with all the time. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes when you have a good thing, just leave it alone. That doesn't happen. Well, you risk doing more harm than good. I don't think so. I, I think Andor made a lot more good than anything else. Probably the best series yeah. they've done so far, you know. It's, it's good. In addition to the Mandalorian stuff. I'm not going to deny that at all. It's just, you know, they, can, they can't exactly make an Andor season two. Or, I mean, they could, but, like, now you're just really tempting fate. And of course they can. Not... I think they already have it planned. They've already announced it. Yeah. See, like, but like these, this is like what I'm talking about. Is like you will ruin an entire series just because you want to make more money off of it. And like sometimes you can just do good, and they're not going to ruin Andor by making a second season. They're gonna they'll ruin Andor if they don't hire the same people to create the storyline in as depth in as much depth and like give it the same feel you know what i mean like if they hire somebody if they do what they did between episode seven and episode eight and hand it off to a different creative team you're not going to get as good of a product same thing that happened i feel like happened between you know mandalorian season two and season three well book of boba fett but it and it was basically the mandalorian season three the way that they built it you know like if you aren't careful about the team that you use, you're going to you're going to lose quality. You're going to it's going to lose that like sparkle that it got for being so good. Yeah, I just I don't want to I don't want to I don't want them to overdo it. And then like now I just don't like the whole Andor series or I don't want to watch Rogue One in the future just because like, well, they ruined it with all the Andor stuff. So now I don't want to watch it. Like, I don't want that. I would rather them just stop while they're ahead. But there's so much stuff they can do. And let it be the let it be the golden trophy of movies. I mean, he's just you know? at the beginning of becoming a spy. There's so many things they could do with it that could lead up to Rogue One. Like it, it's not just, you know, oh, Rogue One is obviously like the next freaking thing he's going to do that. They made it like he was going to be opening to get into this whole spy career, possibly. And I think that's what they said he was in Rogue One, right? He said he was a spy? Yeah. So, I mean, he's got to have a foundation. He has to have a foundation to claim I'm a spy. I mean, yes, but I mean, like, you could have stat. Like, yeah, in Rogue One, he, uh, in Rogue One, he dies. Right. I know that, but I'm just, I'm just saying. In Rogue One, he dies in the mission to get. Yes, but I, that's what I was saying was like it. That's the definitive ending, right? So like, it can't go past there. He can't die before then. So everything leads up to that. So you can just fill in the gap with your mind. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. Like that's what these creatives are doing. They're filling in the gaps with the storyline that is already written down. Pretty. I mean, they're. I mean, most of most of the most of Star Wars was a written text like it was a book series before it was a movie 
and and back and forth. I mean, I think George Lucas started writing books. I, I would have to look it up, but I thought it um, started as like one series and then like he took over the series or something and then like created Star Wars as we know it, but not like as books anymore, but as the movie. And then like then the, then the actual books went and based off of that. So I like, have a volume of books that are that like span in between like episode one and episode four. Like one of them is uh, like a Darth Maul series, which is also covered in the animated series about because Darth Maul. I'm not I hope I'm not ruining this for anybody. But if you haven't watched the Clone Wars series, Darth Maul doesn't die. He's not when he gets chopped in half, he's not dead. Yeah, so like he falls he falls down. He apparent like because he was sliced in half, like, you know, nothing fell out. Like he was instantly cauterized from the, from the cut of the, mm-hmm. you know, yep. saber. And he like loses his memory, but then someone repairs him and like he becomes half machine. Like he's got like the spider machine that like is like his legs. Yeah. And then he slowly relearns that he's a he was like he had use of the force. And it's like there's this whole storyline. But they but I've I have that He becomes half general Grievous. But I have that in book form. You know what I mean? I went on this tangent, I forget what I'm fucking saying. Oh, what I was gonna say was for Andor specifically, there's a whole storyline with Saw Guerrera. Because like if you see yeah. him in Rogue One, yes. he is like falling apart and like being held together like with machines but in the beginning of andor he has not like none of that machinery holding him together if that makes sense so like that to me it can also be the next because like that can also be part of andor i feel like for sure could also be just part of like what uh you know whatever animated series you know too i mean I, I and totally you agree. don't have to watch steve <laughs> Yeah, you this can just turn true. the TV off. Steve. This is true, but you know, I do like entertainment, and if it's you know part of a franchise I've already watched, then at least it's just you know there already. It's entertainment. I can, you know, I mean, watch stop it. Stop crying and... about it before it even happened. I'm just saying, Kenobi was a disappointment. It was a little flat. I disagree with you. I know but, you do, okay. but that w- but it was a huge disappointment. I enjoyed Kenobi quite a bit as well. I liked it, but it was a uh, it was a little more whiny and flat i mean but that's i mean that is what the character turns into like his entire like my problem my problem with kenobi my problem with kenobi is that you know by the time you see episode four right episode four he has the force powers he's totally able to use them 100 percent, no problem but he's been suppressing his his powers the entire time in kenobi he suppressed his powers and then lost them Somehow, which is not how the force works. <laughs> no, there's a there's a there's a diff there's a difference, and I think that's what they're trying to establish, right? Like he shut himself off to the force, right? Completely in Kenobi, like, and he and he did that for two reasons: one, so that no one else could feel him through the force, and two, because he felt like he he is the reason why Darth Vader's come to power. I would agree with you. If they didn't specifically specify that he was still trying to reach out to his master. So he clearly thought that he still had powers. He just couldn't use them anymore. Like that. No, that doesn't. Well, uh, what Nick was getting at. (laughs) And and then and then all of a sudden at the very end, all of a sudden now has his powers again. 
there's no there's no mental healing happening yet. So like you know he needed to get into a place uh, like a state of mind first that would have been like uh you know to to repair his his uh whatever emotional trauma to do that. But he didn't do any of that. He just all of a sudden was able to use it again, which meant that the only thing stopping him from using the powers was the plot. All right. Like that's that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, I was thinking this along the same lines as Nick where um because he had blocked off himself to the force for so long, like it took him a while to like get his groove back, so to say. Yeah. It should have been called like when Kenobi gets his groove back. That's what exactly. I thought. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz at that point it had been like years of him not like in touch with the force, which is like antithetical to how Jedi live. Well, and that's, I feel like what they tried to establish. I, I would say, I think that it was smart to make it a series versus a movie because in a movie it would have only been two hours and you would have, you would have lost. I mean, maybe you could have done a little bit better with the storytelling aspects of it. Like five years later, 10 years later, something like that. But I, I I get where you're coming from, Steve. I and I agree with you. I think I think there was a there were like let's we need to make this work with the plot, but also that's it's a fake story, right? Like Is yeah. it? And when he really wanted to force choke a bitch, he was able to. Those battle scenes with Darth Vader were phenomenal. Like even if you did like the plot line, there's there were some really great aesthetics to how they were how they built up towards the end. Like I personally wanted the entire, the, the last three episodes. I wanted that to be the whole series. I do not disagree with, with the scene thing at all. I, I think that there were very good scenes in there, but I feel like they, uh, created a bad storytelling scenario by just saying that he didn't have his powers. Cause I, that, it just none of that stuff tracked, especially getting up to that end. They could have just solved their problems by just saying that he just wasn't using the force or or if he had a mental trauma that maybe he spent some time trying to work through the mental trauma and then, you know, maybe the rest of the story unfolds or something of that nature, you know, just like, a yeah, you know, is something something different. But that's what I'm saying, like. I, uh, I mean, I'm just like, I'm agreeing with you, but in the same thing, I think maybe they just tried the wrong tactics to build that up because they do try to talk through the trauma of like what he did. And they do try to like, for anybody that didn't watch, you know, episode one, two, and three, like they do try and, and go like, he is blaming all of what's currently happening on him. Like every, like he is responsible for the reason why the empire is here and why the empire is taking over and, and basically enslaving the world. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt like they did a really good job at doing that, but maybe for not for everybody, maybe it reads as weak for you because you are a star Wars fan. Whereas for me, like I'm a star Wars fan, but I'm also like in the TV and film work like there's probably hours of footage or hours of filming that got edited and cut out that could have supported what you're doing better. It's just like at the end, you also have to remember like they're they're selling you a, a, a thing. Oh, yeah, no, totally. And I'm not saying that there's that that there couldn't have been something else that maybe they cut out. I don't know. I'm talking about like just from the 
story aspect perspective, you know, like the perspective of where they took the story. Like I'm not, I'm not a super fan. I'm not gonna say like I know everything about the Star Wars universe. I do not. <laughs> uh, but what I, but like the parts that bugged me were just like big loopholes that they just didn't like av- avoid entirely. Like, they, like he's reaching out and sensing that Vader is there. Yeah, but he doesn't have his powers, so like that doesn't make any sense. So like you know, there's just like a lot of this continuity, like you know, of what they're saying versus what he's doing so like yeah it's just one of those things where i think they could have done that better and then you know maybe led up to that ending better because the ending was not a bad ending it was it was good i mean it just resulted in basically the exact same scenario that we were already in but you know i I felt like in the end it felt like in the end it was a story that didn't need to be told yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, some of them are. some. I mean, right? Because you already know what the ending is. Like, there are some, like, I don't... Personally, I felt like Boba Fett was a reach. Um, It's actually super funny. If you haven't watched Patton Oswalt yep. in a bit, like, basically described, like, five, ten years ago, the entire opening to the Boba Fett. And it's yeah. like... There are just some passion projects where people really love a character, so they're trying to create a story and a base, even though you already know what's happened to them. Um, and that, to me, is like a lot of it is just about monetary gain. You know what I mean? Like the Mandalorian, I, I'm Grogu in and of itself was somebody went, that's gonna make us a lot of money. You know what I mean? And then and then they were right. You know, because because it's Disney and they have marketing. Um, but that was a really unique storyline. That was like they also said this is a unique storyline and we can play with it. You know what I mean? Because there are no expectations. I think that's the same thing with Andor and Rogue One. Like there were no expectations as to how that story. Like we know how the story ends for Rogue One, but like there's no one knows anything about these characters. So we can really world build. I feel like you you have certain expectations based on episodes one through three and based on how, you know, Kenobi is in episode um, four. Like you have a very strong idea of who this character should be. And there's no like I maybe they should have said it later in life and not used and use a different use a different um, actor. You know what I mean? Like. Ben Kenobi in his it's kind of funny to think about it because he looks the same as he did when he was in fucking episode three but yeah. like <laughs> yeah because well, because he's 50 yeah he is 50 and he just had a kid too it's fucking nuts <laughs> but you know like maybe they should have used someone that looked older I just I just think that they could have you know if they were trying to tell the story of him getting over his emotional trauma they could have gone with a different story that didn't end in him fighting Vader. Like he could have gotten through it the same way, just not having to fight Vader. And like, they could have told a different story that, you know, like he was concerned because he, he didn't have, you know, the right control over the force anymore because he was, you know, mentally messed up and he needed, and there was a kid who needed help and he had to save a kid to like, you know, uh, to eventually find himself through the trauma or whatever, what happened. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Just like, you know, they could have done a different story and still told that same healing aspect is what I think. 
you know, and mm. I feel like if it was just going to end in him fighting Vader and then hiding back on the planet again and hiding himself from everybody again, it just didn't really do anything. For yeah, him. but it, but he was doing, I mean, the overarching aspect of it, which I think you're forgetting, is like his only goal was to keep Luke safe. That was his goal. And like whatever he had to do. So like there's also like this layer of like, this is the only thing I can do. This is the only thing I have left to do. And it's the only thing I have to do right so, like, you have to balance that between the mental state and, and whatnot. I didn't know we were going to have a mental health chat today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, this has gone pretty far off the rails. I mean, you, you mentioned something <laughs> about uh, about uh, the Mandalorian and whatnot and about Grogu. And I'm like, that's another example of, like, they didn't need to put Luke in there. It, the whole thing would work fine without Luke. Like, they could have just avoided the Skywalkers entirely, and they chose not to. I think they did it so this way you know when in history it took place. And, like, there's plenty of other ways you could have done that. Well, I mean, they're also trying to establish, right? They're trying to establish, like, I feel like they're retconning a lot of, like, the stuff that he talks about in Episode 7. Like, I'm assuming that we're going to see, like, right? Like, at some point, I feel like we're going to see an adult Grogu and an adult Kylo Ren battle it out based on like how they set up how Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker interact. You know what I mean? Like the whole, the whole premonition of, you know, he had to kill, you know what I mean? Like, and then I feel like they explain it in episode eight or nine where, where, where Kylo Ren kills all the other students that Luke Skywalker was training too. So, like I feel like there's I feel like they're building more worlds out of the scraps that they have left. Which yeah. to me is exciting. Whether or not they hit the mark, it's good, but it's still fucking yeah. exciting. I had an idea for like the description of this podcast. It should be yeah. in which our heroes get very, very far off track in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I was going to try to bring it back, but you guys were going on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the point, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're suppo- it's supposed to be kind of free-flowing, see where it goes and where it leads us. And I think, I think that brought us to where we are now. Yes. And, you know, if, if you're feeling low, check in, call people, all that, all that serious stuff. Mental health is important. Take care of yourself. If you have any feedback and uh, you know want us to discuss something or not to discuss something, or if you have uh, an idea for a topic, please let us know. Yeah, because as you can tell, most of ours are Star Wars themed. <laughs> I wonder why that was. I mean, at, I wonder who I wrote mean, those questions. <laughs> I it's kind of scary that we're not a Star Wars podcast. Maybe we should start listing ourselves as a Star Wars podcast as well. <laughs> That's it. We'll change our cover art and we'll just be all Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, I can, I have ideas. We can do things. Uh, I mean, I made a purple lightsaber at Disney, so I've got my lightsaber. You made a what? A purple lightsaber at Disney. Oh yeah, I did not have the money. Like I had spent all my money just to get there to do, you know, yeah, the rides. Yep. I didn't have enough money to do anything. We went big on some things, but just because it was our honeymoon. But yeah. Yeah, you know, you gotta. Yeah, I built a red. I built a red lightsaber. Shockingly, did you go? Did you go to the cantina? We did. Yeah, it was cool. 
when we went um, before the pandemic, they had just opened a lot of that stuff. And like the the big experiential ride hadn't opened yet, but the cantina was awesome. Yeah. Um, And I got the drink that like numbs your tongue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Joe got a, an alcoholic one, but it had it like had a... it had like dry ice on the bottom. So it would like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got bubble. A, yeah. I got a beer and his drink was way cooler than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And if you didn't know, there's like a whole the DJ that they use, like the, mm-hmm. the robot. That is a callback to the original Star Tours. Yep. That was the oh, first. Yeah. Like he was the one he was the animatronic. Not I mean, not the exact one, but that character is what led you through Star Tours. Yeah, instead of a... And they just keep reusing him in different fashions as they build the world. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of your Disney podcasts explained that. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, uh, I love you guys. Thank you for the great chat, and uh, I'll see you next time. Likewise. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Okay, I'm ending the recording. Thanks for listening to Hey Jimmy. Big shout out to Anthony Morantz for our voiceover, Skein Music for creating our intro, and Sergio Duarte for creating our cover. All artists can be found on the freelance platform Fiverr. You can catch Hey Jimmy every week on all major streaming platforms.